0: You're listening to the best breakfast show in the land.
1: Okay, so hashtag two million gang gang on Twitter. I already see the question. So I said we've got JR in the building between now and 7 o'clock. Um, how do I introduce this guy? So he's a writer. Um, he's a composer. He's a producer. And I know this is not an actual thing, right? But he's also an arranger. So he's been involved in some of the biggest songs that you know in this country, where he's either been part of the writing team or... Or a guy that helps arrange the songs, which this one must be here and this sound must be there. Um, And you're going to be surprised. There's this huge song that we all know uh, and which was made huge partly by the guy that was a collaborator on the song. JR was part of the guys that made say, this is the guy. So we'd love to welcome one of the best in this industry, JR. (laughs) 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 JR, do you like your intro?
2: Um, yeah I love it. Uh, <laughs> you know it's always hard um hearing things about yourself. Uh I'm
1: watching you blushing. Or
2: good things. Yeah, it's always hard hearing good things about yourself, but it's always nice to kind of like get that uh, from time to time.
1: Okay, so this is the song um that I think introduced JR cuz at the time I'm, guys I'm a Kaiserin guy. Even even out in Kaiserin, the first time we heard this song, I had no clue what it was saying, but we knew that this was the song, okay? So <laughs> Okay, so obviously I got to Joburg, Then I got to understand a little bit uh, About the song But we used to vibe to the song, guys Not even knowing um, And obviously case then <laughs> uh, <laughs> That was the vibe Jared, thank you so much for joining us, man Sure, my brother Thanks, Bongs Thanks for having me um, Fifteen minutes uh, past seven in the morning What's your normal routine If you're not doing this thing? What are you doing on um, your normal day?
2: Uh, well, I'm, I'm usually up at this time Because okay. I take my son to school At about... Quarter to eight At okay. about Quarter to ten to eight And gets to school At about five to eight uh, Yeah And then I go back home And then I stop For a morning coffee uh, Somewhere And then I get back home At about Twenty-five
1: to nine. Oh, so you are someone That wakes up early Because we always have an issue With uh, inviting people For the show They're like Yo guys so Seven in the morning Yeah yeah, but I mean, you know, the thing is like also, you know, I'm I'm
2: quite involved in other, other different aspects, you know. And because I've got m- multifunctions when it comes to a work from a work perspective yeah. and I'm not just doing one thing, I need to separate my day into six hours working on this, five hours working on that, eight hours working on this. So I'd usually sleep at about four and then I'd be up at about quarter past seven.
1: So here's the thing. Obviously I know the music And because I'm a fan I've followed you uh, yeah. As a fan of music Right Then we get your bio And I see how old you are Chiar I don't. I thought you were old
2: uh, How old did you think I
1: am? Maybe Look, let's start I, I thought you were like <laughs> 45 40? Oh my goodness yeah. Not
2: 45 uh, no, and, no let me definitely explain Definitely not, and not
1: be, No but no, not because He looks old right I think in my head yeah. I place you I place you between The end of the era Yabo Squatter Camp Yabo Chaba At the time Who else can I throw in there I think Josie was also bigger That era Hmm. And obviously Then you came in on the back end Of your Keenan's And your So I don't know why I associated you with Yeah Yeah, but
2: if you look at Dales And you look at me You'd just say I'm older than Dalez. But (laughs) Dales was there before me
0: (laughs) (laughs)
3: Come on now You see what I'm saying Yeah yeah (laughs) yeah I think it's
2: got to do with uh, Another thing is like You know Um Obviously how you carry yourself and how you mm. how you deal with certain things and how you present yourself and I think I've always presented myself a little bit maybe a little bit older, but that's only because I started out quite young. I was probably nasty C's age when I started, I was twenty. Scary. Um man. yeah, yeah. So it, it you know, and at that stage when you're twenty years old, there wasn't a lot of like you know, you were you like there was Mzambia and whoever before you, you know what I yeah. mean? But you didn't want to fall into that because 'cause you're like a child star. I see. So you have to Kind of up it a little bit to show that you're a little bit more than just a twenty-year-old going into music, and maybe that's that's why yeah. I don't know.
3: But also, you managed to actually shape your career into more than just music. Like you're you're a boss proper. No,
2: I think it's. it's uh, you know, and I was having the same conversation uh, with my driver and I said, you know, the the main thing is, is that you, you get to a point where you have to press a reset button, right? And the, yeah. the button that you press today will only affect your life in four years. But then there needs to be, you need to be willing to put in the work leading up to that four year where a big transition happens in your life. Because if you decide... To stop radio today and go into something else, it'll take you four years before you see the fruits of that. And most people don't have the patience, you know. Mm-hmm. And you, it's like investment. You want
1: it now. You, you want,
2: want it now. You want like if I stop music now and I go into construction, I must get a contract, or I go into this. Wait, you know? you've got
1: to set up a company. You've Wait, got to you, build the relationship. And again,
2: you have to build credibility. Yeah. like everything, you know. Your first hit sure. in music, everybody will say, "What a great record, um, brilliant!" Then they'll dance to it, and then they always say, "Yeah, but we want to see if it'll do it again." Yeah, and it's, it's 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 hitting the same spot every time that creates the consistency that creates you as a legacy artist or an artist worth noticing, and the same applies in different industries as well.
1: Okay, so like I said, you can send through your voice notes uh, on zero six zero five eight four double two five zero, and we'll play there. Okay? Um, hi, team. Uh... I just want to ask JR, man,
2: uh, what happened to Feel Good Life uh, sessions, man? That was a great concept. I right? was watching some that of that stuff last great night, actually. <laughs> great one of the uh, uh, show that I watched was um, uh, the, 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 this Java one. Wow. So I just want to know what happened to it. Are we ever going to get it back? Cut <laughs> from my
3: I had
1: JR, before we take you all the way back, right? Yeah. Um feel good sessions? Yeah, I mean
2: we, we did one last year. Yeah. Um and the thing with feel good sessions because it's not always like it happens every year. I think the only yeah. year we really did skip was 2000. And there was a lot going on. There was COVID and what, what. I think mm-hmm. 2009, 20, we didn't do anything because of the COVID stuff. Yeah. Um, but then we came back uh, 2021 into 2022. Last year, we did one. So, uh, yeah, we still check it out. I think... Um, we, you know it's expensive to do this thing right it's and, a lot. and a lot of people like they'll go to television and you know the SABC will commission the product you know what I mean and then pay for production yeah. Yeah. we don't have that like the money comes out of my own pocket you know and then I have to go and find a sponsor, sponsor. to kind of like help you know um with that stuff and which I do and there's some brands that want to help so because I have to put in money and go and look for money as well it it takes time to do
1: yeah. I feel like you, you you've done one of some some something that a lot of people struggle with with is the transition between being super famous where you are the most famous person at the time to you being like a normal person, right? Yeah. And most people struggle with that transition. And they don't accept it, then by say I feel like you are so comfortable in going because at some point, you know when you talk about like your Kabza maybe your DJ Maporisa, mm-hmm. you, you were that guy and you've managed to go into the role of being normal and finding your feet. Where do you think that comes from? Do you think it has a lot to do with the fact that you studied music and you, you, you're you educated in this thing? You're not just doing it because you're talented. Where do you think it comes from? I I I don't want to take away from
2: who would be the educated intellectual and the organic intellectual. You yeah. know, I, I think it's got nothing to do with whether you studied music or not. You yeah. know, I think it's got everything to do with your comfortability levels and where you want to be. You know, fame is a hell of a drug, you know, attention is a hell of a drug. And unfortunately, once you have it, some people will do anything to keep it, you know, and, and for me, it's not the way. And I also believe that, like, you need to create some sort of normality, you know, especially when you have kids and you have a family, you want to create that you know we can go to the mall you know I don't want to be like to my son we can't go to the mall now you know like
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: I, you know I want to be like you know if he wants to do something fun I mean you, you're still aware of your public persona so yeah, yeah. you don't quite expose yourself as much as you usually would but I think it's it had to do with me just wanting to be a present dad and just obviously you know dedicate time to my family and just create as much normality in my life as possible but there are things that are still uh, like not normal yeah, you know yeah. um, that I will Still do That are not what Normal people would do would But that's only do. because I'm still publicly exposed You yes, know yeah, yes, yeah, 100%. yes Yes And
0: speaking about dating and uh, Husbanding Congratulations on Such a beautiful Wedding and marriage
2: Oh thank you Thank you very much Yeah, 100% Yeah I think uh, it, You know It's uh, Yeah It's uh, You know It's about time You listen to Bullshit <laughs> <laughs> gets, And look
0: and at you, that you know smile I Yeah, yeah. No, I, love, I blush
2: eh? I blush very easily
0: No 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 I just thought now you switched like you were yeah. talking intellectual yeah. what what no. and then I said marriage and you I just do.
2: smiled because but also, also
3: you're so soft when you th- when you talk about that it's it's beautiful yeah
2: yeah I try you know and sometimes I want to be hard about it sometimes I'm like yeah yes my own <laughs> And then I just end up being like a soft (laughs)
1: Then you realize Indota sometimes doesn't Okay So I'm gonna play a song guys Which is like iconic for the generation of hip-hop kids Okay And JR's got an interesting story around this kid um, And I guess almost signing this kid And yeah I want to know what actually happened Because someone was telling me No guys JR almost had this kid (laughs) And then it didn't happen Okay we'll talk about that when we come back So JR So we asked you to send us a list of your songs and this is one of them. Yeah. Explain, please. So this is an artist called Mo. And um, a funny thing,
2: we're speaking about TikTok. So I actually came across her music. Like, she wasn't, like, making music, original music. Yeah. She was just doing, like, covers and stuff.
1: Yeah.
2: Um And then I reached out to her and I said, look, man, I'd really like to work with you. Mm. And I can, let me write a couple of records and then you let me know what you think. And I wrote, like, two records. That one included called Me Ever After. And, um... And she was like Oh definitely So she's currently based in New York And yeah She'll be there for the next couple of years And that's Nice
1: um, wow. we, we, We've got to pay bills right Yeah uh, Because they're literally sitting on my back When we come back I really want to go back to, I also want to touch on Writing And uh, rearranging songs And some of the artists That you've obviously worked with In the industry That some people might not know So we played MT Roll Up, okay, um, yeah. and someone was telling me oh, that yeah. at some point you almost signed MT. I want to hear the story from you. What actually happened? Well, you know what? So I, I think
2: I've said the story before, but yeah. I'll say it for the for the context of of the Radio Two Thousand listeners. So, yeah. like, what happened was um, I was with Anati in studio, okay, uh, mm-hmm. and then DJ Milkshake said, "You need to hear this boy uh, called." I don't know what his name is, but you need to hear the song. And then he played me Roll Up. Okay. And then we looked, and then I, I loved the song so much I looked for the guy. And this is before I, obviously
1: Roll Up Yeah, was, this is before yeah. it
2: became like a big smash. And yeah. then I looked for him and then I found him and then I gave him a call and I went to go see him. And he was staying okay. in Josie CBD... Um, with some other guys, I think Java was one of those guys as well. There were a couple of guys like I'm assuming, yeah. you know, yeah. Ruff definitely was there with him. He was in the studio. He's one of the guys we had a meeting with. Yeah, and we actually yeah. had a meeting in the small booth. So it was me, MT, some guy was managing him, and Ruff in the booth, and I was trying to sign him and license uh, a couple of songs. Yeah. Um, because I don't really like To sign artists So I was trying to license Like three songs from him And then we were going to Put a push behind Making those songs A, a success Okay Yeah and then um, it, it, it Then he didn't want To license Roll Up He said I No no Not that one <laughs> It was Mama Man. and Ready Don't worry about me Mama And Ready and whatever yeah. And he said Those ones you can license But yeah. ah this one You must hold on a bit And then one day I went to go see him perform And then I said I want to see you perform And he said Come to Kantara Which was a club in Fourways, And I went there To see him perform And I went with ambitious uh c o Humapelo
3: uh. and
2: uh <laughs> when we got there Khosi <laughs> said to me uh, so MT came to greet to the table and Khosi said to me JR do you have 500,000 to invest in this boy yo 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 <laughs> and I said no I don't but I've got other things then don't waste his time
1: JR how much were you offering MT at the
2: time and I don't think it was money per se I yeah. think it was more like a little bit of money but more resource that
1: I yes. can get you um, into the space and apart yeah.
2: from that like the ability to create careers you know like and mm-hmm. do all of those you know uh the same thing i would have done for this for younger chief uh, yeah, the same yeah, thing you know yeah. i would have done for shane eagle it's like how do i create sustainable careers or assist guys yeah. to create sustainable careers
1: um had a conversation with keenan right uh, before he passed away i was actually still working for a, Dur- a durban station yeah and we we're talking about his songs yeah and he tells me that you were heavily involved in um uh baddest um the song in in putting um Sorry man I now have the song With Burner Boy My brain just stopped working Hey there's a lot yeah. Which one is it like For All Eyes On the Me Or what um, uh, Baddest Baddest right oh, Yeah And he was saying that You were the guy That was actually responsible Of getting Burner Boy Oh that was um, on All Eyes On Me All Eyes On Me Yes, yes. All On, on me. All Eyes On Me So he says He said he, said he sent you a beat Yes yeah, so To what help he did... him write Because obviously collab-
2: People collaborate etc
1: mm. And then
2: yeah it's crazy so i was producing levels at the time yeah uh, and i was a i was a producer along with with uh keenan and um uh, i was also a, a writer on the album and um he sent me the beat that was coming from Tweezy, and he asked can you see what you can do here and it had the jomanda sample and whatever and then i wrote something and then i sent it to him i recorded it and i sent it to him which was like a little raga thing it was you know, like Here Come Day have Step, Dom yeah. Dom. I'm an original gangster. Something dum, like that. Dum, demons, that, rap, that, that. Dare, yeah, da, something emp- like that. You, fits, know, you know, me like right? that. It dum, fits perfectly. Dum. And then Don Jazzy had just released a song that was that had that kind of melody in the verse. And so Kenan was like, it feels a lot like Don Jazzy's thing. So I said, look, let me see how I can. Uh, let's get it through to Burner Boy because I had met Burner Boy maybe like six months before he yeah. was shooting an ad in South yeah. Africa and he was still a young guy like a nasty C like very unknown when nasty started yes. he was like that right so he was popular in the youth youth area of uh, Nigeria
1: but yeah he was just a yeah young guy. yeah. So
2: so um, I got a hold of PH and I said, PH, let's shoot this through to bernard Boy and with the reference. And he listened to it. And hence, like in the beginning when he started, he started without oh, know, the original dance hall because it was very, the reference was very, you know, it had a lot of
3: oh. that dance hall,
2: like, yeah, yeah dum-dum and it incredible. had that so yeah but i mean the whole album i guess was a collective effort you know so myself kg from morafe actually was a writer as well on the album i don't know if you knew that um he actually wrote congratulate like uh the do you, you see Is yeah, that, that on, on congratulate and he also i'd have to listen to the album again to kind of like yeah but kenan was always like he knew like to have a hit record you need to have hit It's Not just rights. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time, he knew, and he was a guy who was never afraid ah. to reach out. So he would say, like, even with touch my, but not touch my blood. This one.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. What's the best country? Mess country. He was like Jay. I know you're not working on. I've just come to the house. I need you to listen to this thing. Just and I know you're a busy guy. Give me one hour. Mm. and Just, just come listen. through and listen and see and what you think of this. Tell me what you think. On touch my blood, for instance, I wasn't working. I'd already quit. I said I'm not working with Keenan again. I, can never do, I can't work with you. You're too hard headed. You don't listen to me. <laughs> yes. And then he said, Let's go to Sun City. And I said, I'm not going to Sun City. With he says, You don't have to work. You just have to be there. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, when and you went to I, Sun City? Yeah, yeah he was for, for, for Touch My Blood. Mm. And that's when we ended up recording Mame, which was a guide vocal for Java. Didn't so Mame, Mame yeah, Mame, Mame. Kulula, cause we do this yeah. every day. So that was going to be for Java? I, yeah, I wrote that with Yanga for Java and that's crazy. Um, java was uh, java kept going to Keenan's house to try and record and i, I don't know if Keenan was unavailable or whatever yeah and java never did it and Keenan used that guide vocal as like a feature and it wasn't supposed to be like that but what's happy is that they got to work together with java on mass country on a song called spawn so that's pretty and you
3: know while we're on that point i mean full disclosure i still haven't been able to get myself to listen to Mass Country because it's still so unbelievable. You still can't me. believe
1: that Kenan's actually not here. Mm.
3: You know what yeah. I mean? I know exactly and, and, what you mean. And listening to your speech um, at the memorial, you know, the one that actually lighted up the room because <laughs> it was so hectic. Um, how do you even feel? Like, have you even arrived to the realization that as artists, there's just so much going on? Do you even feel safe?
2: I don't think... With Keenan's passing, I don't think I'm there. You know, um, yeah. I I don't think I'm there. I don't think I've I'm at that point where I'm I've accepted. And mm. and the thing is, like I know, like I I know I ha- I haven't accepted. I always feel like every time I listen to a song, like ah oh, man, I won't see this guy again. And then you know, like yeah. when it's when there's people, you kind of like dies down. But when you're alone, then it, you it, it, it kind of creeps up, like you know. So it's like yeah, it's it's. I mean you know it's aka like there'll never be another uh-huh. like you know we can say what we want but those kind of talents it's like i always say like you know there's show them there's Vulindela, there's mm. african dream mm. vicky Sampson, yeah you know there's, there's Pro
0: Kid. you
2: know like, i'm just talking from songs perspective yeah. right yeah. and then from artists perspective there's brenda farsi you know there's a uh, AKA there's, mm. you know, Lebo Matos, mm. you can count those artists, mm. you know, and there just would never be another one.
1: Sure. Just to wrap with Keenan, the first time I saw Keenan on stage years ago was, I don't want to say opening act. But he wasn't a big no, artist. No, he was
2: opening act. For you. Yes, don't say, don't night. Night. because now, <laughs> because right. he's say a it. mega star <laughs> now. No, he was say opening act. He was opening mega. For you. <laughs> yeah.
1: so, so, so you took him on his first tour, basically. Wow. Yeah,
2: I did. So the first gig he actually did outside of Joburg, uh, I took him and we went to Durban. And that was like around circa 2007.
1: Yeah, I end remember. End of
2: 2007, yeah. Um And he had... You're listening to the best breakfast show in the land. I think maybe... I want it all, maybe. Um but then he had a mixtape called two four seven three sixty six and that's mm-hmm. how we ended up going out there.
0: So Debo Hofella on Twitter says, We are nung demands and starts to shine even brighter. Please ask him what he changed in the music industry to make it less toxic.
2: That's quite a that's quite a, a a great question. And the reason I say that is that you know, I think every single work environment has got its own toxicity levels mm. right and we need to we need to learn to be easier on ourselves i think as musicians we like to set ourselves up um to try and keep up with the joneses we need mm. to be easy on ourselves, guys. You know, we, we, we need to take our time. Mm. We need to realize that good things take time. And sometimes you're an artist who's ahead of the curve, you know, and it can get frustrating yeah. when you're, you're seemingly not getting the amount of attention that you feel you should as get. As good as you are. As good as you are. But it's because maybe you're 10 steps ahead mm. and you kind of get frustrated. I think we need to learn to take our time and, you know, don't get frustrated by the process. I think that's what frustrates a lot of musicians. And that's what kind of creates the toxic levels.
1: Good morning, good morning, the winning breakfast team. My name is Tumi Sang. The big E T-K out
2: TK Autiagamo, the mighty Soshanguwe. Excellent, <laughs> JR, a time Auti, and happy birthday in advance. I'm on Monday, were you part of that group? kana go tsela tsa <laughs> Mojave man nona le groupeng go hip hop nyana bo makhwen lava there was a song e ba ring enjaketa o we bona ke nwele ntsonto itchile ntware ka letso mo go dina ke wena kutla voice ha o mara ga re tlalana nete a kee rob e big easy komo sha o la
3: good morning to me gang gang hey hey hey. jr oh i am so starstruck right now (laughs) love 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 jr oh guys i still can't get the lyrics right oh (laughs) (laughs) jr this is so bad you know you guys were playing this song um and I was just like, oh my gosh, do I try, do I not? You're no, <laughs> <bed>, a yes. <laughs> but I'll, I'll try, I'll try. Oh, thank you so much for having JR, guys. Lovely show, bye. Thank, thank you. you. Hey,
2: morning, Chumiran Kang. Please ask JR what happened to uh, the rides of the song I Make the circle Pig with him and uh, WHP. I understand there was some P or something like that. So the
1: song was actually I remember it was I think on both albums if I'm if I'm not mistaken we're gonna play yeah. the song and then JR will answer your questions when we come back. Hey, 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 hey.
0: Yes we do love it <laughs> We love it That's hashtag why we make The circle bigger <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Hashtag two million Gang Hashtag The takeoff. Soul D Actually says This interview Got me stuck in the car Because it's very interesting I'm supposed to be In the gym But now here I am Waiting for this interview To end And it's not about To end anytime soon so do you um, know?
1: I know I'm putting you On the spot We're supposed to end At 8 Because it's 3 minutes to 8 Please can you stay Until I pass ah.
3: <laughs> Please
2: No J-R, Come And on. the funny thing is that I, I had already agreed Before Oh, and yeah. then he, he, uh, said, and I'm gonna ask it on air, so now you must have a full commitment.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <want, laughs> you must be like, yes. I, I don't want you to give me any stories. No, man, like, cause there's so much to cover. Okay. Yes, so,
3: and also I wanna ask about the song. Show them after eight. So please, Jr. Please okay. stay. Okay, I'll stay
1: till after <laughs> eight.
3: Yeah, okay. some voice notes that have come through. Okay.
1: <laughs> no, 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 guys. <laughs> Uh, yeah there's there's no way
3: JR is not fifty eight. Right? No, ah. just, oh I tell you now when we were still it's in come high school. Yeah uh, so hard with TP. Nah no, mm-hmm. ways brands mm-hmm. this is solid age, my brother. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah man, but yeah man, shout out
2: uh, JR. Um you've been here for so long man and you you stay the same. You stay such a G. So yeah man, more life, bro. You know, more life. Wish you more success in your career personal life everything that you do my man shout out it's your boy papi on the blue fountain ripping you lovely
0: show bye thank, thank
2: you, you. hey uh, morning <laughs> <laughs> so jr uh, i know you've worked with a lot of people one of them was my former schoolmate antonio Skele, Big Ant. i want to know where he is because he disappeared off the socials that guy uh the last time i spoke to him we was talking about the 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 the, the sleeve for much originate uh, how i saw his design and he said no i actually designed the whole thing because i thought he had just done a bit of the graphics so how is he where is he what is he up to now because now he's disappeared off the music videos
1: the, the, the <laughs> no no no. That sounded like you know those voice so that you send someone privately. Where? Yeah. Where's <laughs> Jer, your kind of private? Where's your private guy? Yeah. Your, uh, and the funny thing is like I, when
2: that guy spoke about it I actually ended up to going to uh, Antonio's thing, but he's around. I'm just on his Instagram now. He's around, he just posted now. But I've been seeing mm-hmm. he's been doing a lot of like construction
1: stuff and whatever. So go to Insta3Z. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> go to Instagram. Listen, JR is staying actually until um, half past eight. He said he's gonna do that. So all of the tweets hashtag Tulan Gang Gang. Uh, we see you guys have got us trending as always. We appreciate all the love, man. We really appreciate Thank all the love. Uh, we're sitting at number one. Okay, nice. we've got the number one guy in the game, so it, so it makes perfect sense. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no, guys, means... we are still gonna get to family It's Just that there's so much work, okay? Yeah. After we've dealt with show uh, the show them, and which is our national anthem Shodem, for me J- after Sister Bettina Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, I I want to know about the crossover appeal. I want to know about just the money and the fame that comes with that kind of song that is that big. And obviously, I always ask the curse of a big song. You know how do you yeah. do? You avoid it? Do you not avoid it? What happens? Uh-huh. Okay, so we've still got JR. We will play some of your voice notes. And yes, then we're going to talk about uh, Show them. showing Show them. them. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know now. I seem to have lost. Okay, I can't find. Uh, okay, here it is. There you go. Here it is. Yeah.
0: Oh my word! So the first time I um, heard or even met Jr. was back in two thousand and nine. So I went to school with Black Coffee's sister, and it was our matric dance, and Jr. was her matric dance partner. Look at you, man, Nana.
2: And you know, uh, uh, like, um, yeah. So Tippi told me that Uh, she was like, "Oh, did you know you like you went to uh, Black Coffee's sister's matric dance?" as a date I said wow because I didn't know right you, you went and to then, a mat- you were just yeah, asked yeah, to go but to also metric yeah. dances were quite big back yeah, then. you yeah, remember like the whole thing. it yeah. was a big thing <laughs> right so it, yeah it's 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 quite a surprising <laughs> thing for me and there's a lot of things I forget as well you know um, you've yeah, done a lot I've been in, but also I've been in the game since yeah. 2007 so it's a long time that's
1: why these guys think you're 50 because you're not even
2: 40 <laughs> you understand? My Good morning, Radio
0: 2000, mm-hmm. 2 million gang gang. First time video. Um, Victoria. Um, I'm actually listening to the show, and I went to high school with JR. Uh, we went to Pro together, and I remember we we always used to buy the chips you know, next to our high school and we used to buy the chips with vinegar and then he's, he came up with a song "Never have chips no vinegar half chips no vinegar very funny um so jr has always had he's always had that music back in him i just wanted to say um hey jr you make us very proud and um yeah um
1: jr so yeah, it's nice to hear so this obviously song um, Guys Like there's crossover songs That have happened in this country um, mm. I was in Durban at the time So you'd be at an Indian club But you know like in Durban There's the Indian night mm. Then there's a colored night mm. Then there's a white night Then there's a black night yeah. yeah This is one of those songs Where you could play it on any night Every night <laughs> um, And I, I would laugh So I'd ask the Indian guy, So do you know But no it's this guy called JR um, But you know JR No but we know the song So how, uh, how did this song come about? So
2: this song came about, um, WHP was recording in studio So I was working on my project and he was working on his project yeah. And we had always threatened to do a song together okay. But the first time WHP called me wasn't actually to come work Wasn't actually as a performer It was actually as a writer yeah, so he called me to come write on uh, acceptance speech, the album, the first acceptance speech, not the not the reworked one. Yeah, I think it was. Accept- and he called me to come write on that album, and um, that's how we kind of like built like a, a, a relationship. And then um, he was working on his album, I was working on mine, I was working on Color Cool Forever. No, colorful, and he was working on Dumela. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he was like, "Yo, let's go to studio. Come to studio tonight." What, what, what? And I went to studio, and Sticky was working on this on this beat. So Sticky was just producing and stuff. And I said, "Let's make." And he was like, "Oh yeah." And I had written a chorus before, like. um... Uh, the the showdown chorus, right? Yeah. So I had written a chorus and I was like, uh, you know, just like, you know, just rapping the chorus, just rapping the chorus. And then I was like, actually, this would go well here because the feel was Bacardi. So we're trying to go for like Bacardi House, Pretoria House. Like, yes. mm. you can even hear with the cymbals. It sounds like a very big Bacardi, big house. Mm. And then Jabba's like, no, that, that chorus is actually perfect. You know, can we do something with that chorus? You know, make the circle. Because it was also like a chant, right? It was a colored yeah. chant that, you know, in colored communities, make the circle the be, bigger. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, ay, 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 we love it. <laughs> ay, <laughs> ay. And, then, and then Jabba was like, let's record that. And then and I had already had a verse written. I was like, okay. And then I had written a verse. Oh, because you came there to write. Really. I had written already. Oh, I see. So we we're coming to collaborate. And then he was like... You got the verse. When I go to yesterday to see my Honda, It was like, oh, I'm una. How do you have the verse? I'm nice. like, no, I've I've written. It's like, no, no, no. I need to write now. You know, list the <laughs> record, record wanna record And then I got into studio and I recorded. And then, he, and then he was like, no,
3: no, no,
2: And he wrote his verse. Um, and then he recorded. And then he came up with the idea to say, let's put the same track on both albums. Yeah. And you were like. I've never heard of something like that done before, you know, um, only now of recent, like in the past couple of three, four sure. years. Yeah. Right here. But then, this is like 12 years ago or something. And it was I was never like, heard of, yeah. Let's put one song on both albums. And then it was a question of, like, okay, so what, 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 are we putting it as two different copyrights or are we putting it as one copyright? And he said, look, mm. let's do two different copyrights. So whatever yeah. goes on Dumela will have a separate ISRC code to represent that record. Whatever goes here on, Colorful will have a separate code to represent that record. Um, and then, obviously, then we did the... And then people have always asked about this. The guy asked about it on the the, the voice note. Yeah. yeah. And he said, what was the debacle? There was not a debacle. Um, so when we did a sync for one cell phone provider, we did a big sync in in 2010 around the World Cup. The yellow one, I think. No, it was the red one. Oh,
1: the red one, which yeah. Which is red
2: now. It was blue then. <laughs> yes. So we yes. did a big sync at that time. Um, and they were not an official sponsor of the World Cup. So they needed a way to get into the World Cup strategically. Oh, okay. And that's why they took the biggest record. But we went and we shopped the that copyright that was on Cool Forever there. Oh. But it doesn't mean that he doesn't get anything. He still gets, right? That's why you were the face. Yeah. It's just that, you know, for me, it was like the face and whatever. You know, like, because JR is on it, whatever. But it wasn't a debacle. Sure. So whatever, you know, because on publishing, you can't I can't take Jabba's publishing away, especially because we were both represented, we're still Represented by Sony Music Publishing So yeah. those The publishers Are the one Who get the money And then they Distribute the money So it wasn't Because of that I think it was Because of where The certain copyright Lied and which Copyright they Decided to use for that But then that was Just it was just Semantics but it Wasn't yeah. a beef It was just It's it's business and It was a you know A, a back and With, forth But then essentially We ended up being Very 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 good
1: With yeah. you explaining it I can understand Because if you Listen to Jabba's um, Album the song For me stood out As if as if a song like that a wasn't supposed thumb. to be there yeah, And I don't mean it in a bad way Like if you listen to the sound of the album And his sound That song stood out Like it wasn't supposed to be song. there And yeah. also I think timing Because when it, when it came out You were the guy it, I, okay, I, it, it makes perfect sense Sorry Nali you were saying something
3: yeah, so, I mean, with Joey Razdeen right, doing that skit on the song, I believe that Joey actually recorded that after the song was created. Why did you, how did you get about, you know, getting Joey on that song? And what was the whole decision around it and him creating that skit?
2: I was actually with Joey yesterday, funny enough, and hadn't seen him in yeah. a very long time. And he was with his daughter and we got up, we caught up. And the last time I saw her, she was a baby. Aww. Um, <laughs> and and uh, so... Yes, so colorful's got two versions. So it's got colorful the album, and then there was colorful the bigger edition. Yeah. So colorful the album showed them there is a long track. It's like five six minutes. It's like mm. a piano, you know. So you've yeah. got a minute of only. Yeah. And then we decided to make a radio edit because the song had picked up so much. Mm. So we had to re-release because we didn't really have Apple Music where we could just, you know, and put a new version. <laughs> we had to now re-release the entire project. So we brought out colorful bigger edition. So Joey was on the album doing a skit on Colorful, on okay. the album. He was doing a skit before Shodem. So he was track seven, Shodem was track eight. But oh. then on the album, because we wanted to create a song that colored communities could identify with, like he a song the that guy. they could own that was theirs, you know? So it could feel a bit like, oh, this JR is not colored. Why is he mm. rapping yeah. in a colored accent? So I was oh. like, no, let's put Joey, who is a... a Brilliant representative of with the coloured community. community. It doesn't. You don't become more coloured than Joey Razdin No, he's you know the, what I mean. He'll he's tell the guy. You, hey, <laughs> you know you you'll really give it yeah. to you. <laughs> and that's how we put Joey. I ended up putting Joey on on the skit from an arrangement perspective. Was that it would sound well if he started with Joey coloured as old term It's not yeah. colourful an yeah. old term, and then go <laughs> into the song. It kind of officiated for an official radio release, and that's kind of like how we landed.
1: Okay, there. so we're gonna pay bulls because the balls are literally on my back. Yes, I'm gonna play the the song again. Management are. Apologize in advance. I'm going to play the song again. Okay. Uh, everyone's saying play the song. So we're going to play the we song again. We
0: love
1: it. And then we're going to rap with family, man. He's got an amazing, beautiful wife, beautiful oh, kid. Oh, and
0: I'll tell you, I got a sneak peek into his lock screen. Is it? Oh, so adorable. So, so we're going to
1: have that conversation when we come back. Bigger,
3: bigger, bigger.
1: So Cher is showing them. Listen, we see you showing them two uh, million Gang gang on Twitter. Thank you so much for the love. Uh, Luna will try and definitely squeeze in uh, some tweets. Yo guys, the time always runs away when we it don't does. want it to run away. But you
2: also played the song twice, so you charge yes. like four minutes of talk time.
1: People are like, right. play, play. <laughs> Jerry, you look. Um, you 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 it, The music business or the industry is hard enough as it is, right? Without you bringing family into it. Yeah. And I find that you, you're able to leave the space. Be a dad, be a, what's it like being a father? What's it like being a husband? How are you in this journey of self-discovery? Cuz this thing it's a lot to to learn and unlearn about yourself. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a
2: it's a beautiful mystery. Yeah. I think if yeah. I can put it like that. You know, you it's got its ups and downs. Yeah. It's tumultuous. It's inconsistent. Mm. It's love. <laughs> it's this like you know, you it's wake quite, up one, Yeah, you yeah. have to deal with, you know, three different personalities, you know. <laughs> yep. I mean I have to deal with my daughter's personality, my son's personality, my and wife's yours. personality. Uh no, mine is mine. I don't have to <laughs> deal with it, you know.
1: Hey, already <laughs> defending yeah, <laughs> yeah, understand. Yours. No, and then,
2: you know, and then I've got like, you know, then I've got like nannies running around the house. And then I've got mm. so it's like a lot that I have to take in. But one thing I can tell you is that like in that tumultuousness there's a certain calmness in knowing that yeah. that's where you belong and I think Aww. you 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 and that's why I say it's a beautiful mystery because we we try so much to suss things out and try and get it right. Right. But life doesn't have a manual and you learn every time. Like, this is how you go. And this is raising my son is one of the most amazing stuff, like one of the most amazing moments of my life. Like yesterday he was nominated for, well, the past month he was nominated for a Nickelodeon Kids Influencer in, right, in L.A. And then um, and then yesterday they were doing the announcements and he didn't win, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. So we're mm. all sitting there and they're like. and the. Winner is, you know, and then confetti goes out and they call someone else, right? And they don't call my son. And that time as a father, I'm thinking, you know, if if this kid, if this other... Dad, like winners, like this winners' kids' dad gets up and starts shouting, "I'm gonna tackle you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and
2: and my son is like very like he's clapping. And he, my son is five, going on six, super Aww. intelligent, but more like five going on sixteen, right? He's yeah. like super intelligent. Yeah. And then he, and then at night, uh, like his mom asked when he got back home, like, "Okay, how did you feel when when um, your name wasn't called uh, and and the other girl one?" And he said, "I wasn't sad, mom. I was." Actually happy for her. You know and oh, I was like, to none. you, th- those are things you, those are the kind of life values and moral values you want to instill in your kids. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, for for he was happy that she won, want, he wanted to celebrate her so much. You know, and you, inst- I want to see those life values in my family. And you know, as, as a man and as a father, you want to see your family doing well. And I think my wife does a brilliant, brilliant job as well. At doing. Sure. I wanted to
0: say earlier that I've had a, a little TED talk here because you've said so many wise things that I've learned. I want one more from a marriage perspective what has been your biggest lesson so far in marriage
2: i mean i, 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 I don't know i've only been married for like two, two weeks or something two days <laughs> oh, i, just
0: arrived. No, I um, just arrived but it is a long term relationship arrived. i just arrived you, stop, I you, think, playing it.
2: you know um I, I i i don't know and like i say nothing has a manual right mm. everything everybody has their own way of getting somewhere And I always say, like, there was an ad, a a car ad back in the day that said it's not about getting from point A to B, it's about the journey in between. And I think, Mm. you know, I don't want to get to an end point. I want to enjoy this as part of that. And I'm a guy who likes tough situations. Mm. I don't like easy situations. Like, if a If a business deal is easy If signing an artist This artist is easy I don't want to sign that artist I want an artist I need to sit and convince I want to be in a deal That I want to sit And convince someone So I don't want to be In a marriage or a relationship Where it's easy And like I know Like my wife is just like When I'm like, no, 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 do this. And she's like, oh, okay, no, I'm doing it. That's
0: challenging.
2: (laughs) I also want to feel like, I want to get frustrated because that brings out the better version of yourself. You know, you're never comfortable in your comfort zone because you never really know your true potential. And it's only until you are put in a situation that is uncomfortable that really brings out who you are. And an uncomfortable situation is not a bad situation. And I was telling this to Tepia and I said like, You've really made me realize my true potential of who I can be. Because for the longest time, I was okay with just being, right? And then I needed to become a super being and I needed to become this version of myself. And I think that's what's so brilliant about being in a marriage and a relationship.
1: So we, we've actually got to go to New Yeah, and I right? actually yeah. got to go home. wait, wait. <laughs> so, thank you for coming. Thank you. I want to thank you. So I, thank wanna you. Thank, uh, I know that you don't do a lot of interviews. Yeah. Because I tried and then I got no response. Then I spoke to a friend of mine, Tula. He's like, no, man. I know JR. Our kids go to the same school. JR, tonight I'll speak to JR. So Tula, he's like, no, you must tell them. Tula, thank you for thank making. You, Tula. It happen. Yeah, no, thank I know. You did a great job. You did
3: a great job. Thanks, Tula.
1: Uh, thank you so much, JR. Man, you can watch it at Radio Two Thousand. Man, we, I wish you nothing but success, love, yeah. marriage, money. The brain's already there, so please spread the, the the knowledge to the young kids, man. We want to see them getting to your level. When you don't have a hot song anymore, where you can actually live. Yeah. within the space so thank no, you thank so you much
2: thank you very much and i really you. respect and appreciate the hard work that you guys do um and bongani i know maybe you think that maybe i don't know who you are or whatever but <laughs> you know i've, I've your journey has been quite quite a remarkable one as well and i mean you no, know from, thank you. from kzn and, there and then coming up and doing all of these things i think really i appreciate what you guys do and continue to do for south african music thank and for you. the broadcasting space as a whole and let the contribution continue Thank you. 100%.
3: Thank you.
1: Okay, let's go now before people cry.
3: (laughs)
0: Hashtag The Takeoff. At Radio 2000 ZA. On all social media platforms. Be part of an award-winning team.